Hello, friends. Welcome to the No Grow Show podcast. I'm Natalie here with Max, and today, listen, guys, we're interviewing the man, the legend, the father, the youth pastor, Ian Much. The father. <laughs> How many titles can I get in there? How many titles do I have? The bus driver. Yes. The awkward bearded guy. <laughs> Everybody knows him. That's, that's something I love about our youth group is that you're just easy to find. It is very difficult to lose me. Yeah. I can just point out to anyone new. See that guy? Tall, bald, beard? No. That's him. That's him. Your, your first conversation with him was probably going to be awkward. Yep. <laughs> but not because It'll be of memorable. You. It'll be memorable. <laughs> uh, Do you remember the first conversation you had with me? No, I don't. I don't, I, so. I don't either. I have no clue. How? So I guess it wasn't that memorable. <laughs> Not really. I just, <laughs> check me. I was just looking at your beard the whole time. I'm going to be honest. My eyes are up here, Max. <laughs> <laughs> I, I read I read this verse in the Bible the other day. Leviticus 13.40. A man who has lost his hair and is bald is clean. Is clean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm clean. I'm clean. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Okay, thank you guys for your patience with us as we're starting this up. Um, we have a few questions today, Ian. I yeah. have a few answers. <laughs> so you better better be prepared. Be prepared. I, I'm always ready. Always be ready to give an answer for the reason of the thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. exactly the verse, says, actually. I'm a that is the verse, yeah. Yeah. That is definitely it. Yeah. All right, Ian, for those who don't know, why did you become a youth pastor? Did you did you just wake up one day and say, you know what, stunt driving is kind of boring. I'd like to be a youth pastor. I was, uh, for a long time, seeking to be a stunt driver, as Natalie has has uh, uh, previously indicated, and <laughs> I never sought to be a youth pastor. I had gone to school at Moody Bible Institute and ended up getting a degree in youth ministry, but I never thought I would use it. I thought I would be um, literally doing almost anything else, but this is so. This was kind of a surprise to me when I got the call to be a youth pastor. I was uh, ever since I moved to uh, Spokane, I got involved with this church, and I always volunteered as the youth in in the youth ministry. So I was a youth volunteer for a long time. And then I eventually became uh, an intern, and then I became the program director, which essentially is like create games, create uh, uh, what's the phrase? The pod or I don't want to keep on to say podcast, but I'm trying to say PowerPoint. Uh, creating powerpoints, creating different kind of skits and stuff like that, and then. Uh, one day I was recovering from the flu when I got a call and said, Hey Ian, you're the youth pastor now. Congratulations. We'll talk more. And I was like, I think I'm not going to eat solid food because <laughs> I am stressing. And then, so I've been the youth pastor now for five years. Wow. Yeah. Five years is pretty long. If you, if you, most, past, most youth pastors, it's kind of a... <laughs> The Don't average say. lifespan of a youth pastor <laughs> is two to three years. Yeah. So does that mean you guys like die after? <laughs> yeah. Happens? That's why I use the term lifespan. Because oh. they typically pass away. 
That's why he's still here. So they don't just like run. <laughs> I have not decided to die yet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good. Yeah. Were you were you nervous to be youth pastor because you because you knew it was like a big responsibility or because you just were thrown into the role and I was nervous for yeah both of those reasons. Part of it was I I remember looking at the last youth pastor and going man I hope I never get that job that's a lot of responsibility mm. and here I am. <laughs> uh, but then I I it, the. Because part of it is is it's the shepherding of of people and and it's for you know if you get into any kind of gig, your whole purpose, your whole point is to uh is to make money. If you're in any kind of secular business, that's the that's the job. Whereas in youth ministry, your job is to bring people to Jesus and save their souls so they don't burn in hell. Ah. It's just a lot more heavier. Seems a little more more important. <laughs> yes, it's way more weighty than yes. than finances. Finances in the world of Christianity are 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 so much less important uh, besides stewardship. But mm-hmm. there's so it's it it's only till like so my wife and I will always talk about how. I I love being entrepreneurial. I love coming up with ideas of doing things and risking things, mm-hmm. and uh, and like starting like I have a bunch of business ideas rolling around in my brain. If you ever get Spud and I in the same room when we start talking about business ideas, we're gone. <laughs> uh, he he's very much minded the same way I am uh, when it comes to that. But I've only recently been able to become entrepreneurial in youth ministry because, um, and by that I mean risk doing different things than I than what's comfortable within youth ministry. Mm. But that's five years of youth ministry that I'm finally like, oh like like let's try let's try that. Let's let's do this. Like show of the month yeah. is something that we do at Southside Youth Group, which is we go out and serve. Because we're part of youth ministry. Youth group is there for three reasons. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Don't forget about Jesus. That's right. <laughs> we want to know Jesus, grow Jesus, show Jesus. So we got we try and know Jesus as our Monday nights. We want people to come into a relationship with him, then grow Jesus like Wednesday morning Bible study in small groups. That's how we want to expand their relation, people's relationship with Christ. And then like, but we didn't have anything that was like challenging people to show him. Mm. So that's why we started show of the month. Yeah. was as a way of actually living up to what we say. So. I love that. It's such an interesting way to think of youth ministry. And hence the name of the podcast. No grow show. No grow show. It's almost like that was planned. Gasp. Or was <gasps> almost. It? Elated exhale. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so something we talk a lot about the youth ministry, if you're not familiar with, is fight verses. And what is one of your fight verses, Ian? One. So I'm doing senior Bibles right now, and I've signed almost every single one with my favorite fight verse of all time, which is Amos 4.13. He who forms the mountains, creates the wind, and reveals his thoughts to man. He who turns dawn to darkness and treads the high place of the earth. The Lord God Almighty is his name. Oof. <laughs> I, I love that verse because it's like, you know, I don't serve no man be pan be God. Like, he is no sissy. He is a big man. And he does not, you know, take things lightly. And he is powerful and strong. And that same God asks how I'm doing. Yeah, and, and is interested <laughs> in the response and like wants to spend time with me. So I am, I, I've been really blown away. And that verse has always ministered to my heart and always kept me going. Mm. 
That's good. One of my favorites. Isn't, isn't it just amazing? Someone so powerful and so great can love us more than we can even love him. Yeah. Like, yeah. 100%. <laughs> Especially like we don't, I don't, we don't fully understand the amount of love. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think we can, the longer I've walked with him, the more I've felt that that love is unquestionable. Like I remember struggling for a long time in the beginning, like, uh, struggling with my needs versus my wants and the Lord try like my, my God, not answering my prayers that I think are needs, but they're really just wants. And then when I like moved out of the house and I couldn't afford food and then the Lord providing food, I was like, Oh, he in like, like getting food from the food bank from my wife and I being overwhelmed with the amount of food we were being, we were receiving and the amount of blessings and that the Lord just lavishes upon us all the time is just unquestionable. And, and that's an experience thing. A lot. I was just processing through how I think a lot of people struggle with, uh, feeling God's love and affection. And it's when you're almost in a place of where you actually have needs, it's easier to rely on him. I think that's why it says it's hard for a rich man to be saved only because they don't have many needs. Mm-hmm. It's hard to see him when there's all of your needs are taken care of. Yeah. That actually gives you opportunities to fully rely on God. It's good. Yeah. How, for those listening, do you get a fight verse if you don't have one? I've definitely had conversations with people before. I mean, there's the Bible can seem kind of overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. It's so big. I uh, honestly, one of my favorite, uh, I think one of my first fight verses came from the book of Proverbs. I was, uh, just a brand new saved believer and I was reading the scriptures in a subway and not the underground railroad, but the sandwich shop. And while I was reading, uh, I saw, I was laughing out loud like a crazy person because I had always said that I like re- I had always tried to read scripture and it never made sense to me. And then when I got saved, like Proverbs was like these black and white truths that I couldn't understand why they were so, it was so easy, so simple to, to understand and so encouraging to read. And I was like, Lord, why is this so funny? Why am I laughing out loud like a weirdo and like making Subway lose money because there's this crazy person in there. And I, and the Lord got me to Proverbs chapter two. It says for wisdom will bring you happiness and knowledge will bring you joy. Like this scripture is something that will be able to encourage you through times of trial and through times of pain and loneliness. And, uh, how you get a fight verse is just by, first of all, you have to crack open the word. Some of the books I would suggest if you've never gotten into the word is to go to either, uh, the gospel of John, the written, the reason the gospel of John was written was so that you may believe. That's what it's, what John says in the last chapter of the book, gospel of John. He says, this was all written so that you may believe. So it's for those who <clears throat> don't believe. And for those who do believe that they may be encouraged. So that's just a good book to start. And then it's just finding the Lord's going to give it to you. You'll know it when you see it, that fight verse is going to come and be uh, thrown into your face I often will distinguish those fight verses that it's just easy to memorize. Like you can have a really bad memory. And like for me, I made no effort to have that Proverbs 2 verse or the Amos 4:13 verse 
to memorize it. No effort. It was just immediate, like, ingrained in my brain. It just blew me away. I was shocked. Yeah. Stunned at the fact that that was, that verse existed. And, and like, it took me a long time to memorize the chapter verse, but that's not the point. Like, who cares if you can't get to, like, I don't need to know that, you know, Psalm 63 verse 1 is, like, all I know is that Psalm 63 verse 1, I, I only know it because I've read it a thousand times, but I, I Psalm 63 is another one of my favorite psalms, it, it because it exploded my brain and I immediately knew, oh God, you are my God, earnestly I seek you, my soul thirsts for you, my body longs for you, like a like I'm in a dry and weary land where there is no water that those verses will just automatically that's how you find a fight verse is by getting in his word and letting it impact you mm, that's good now we need to exhale <laughs> that was good just uh, yeah inhale exhale uh subway's not a sponsor by the way so so I was gonna say that, uh, not a sponsor. that. Yeah, unless not a sponsor. Elena wants to well, yeah, <laughs> hop in there maybe Hopefully. Elena be here yes um Okay, I got a question. Um, let's say beside besides um, beyond, because I don't think anybody right now who's a student has gone. Yeah, because well, sadly, it, you know, COVID. Classic. What even is it anymore? Um, Imagine a world plague. Yeah, I know. Um, so what is your uh, favorite youth event that we do, or I guess camp-based thing? I guess. I don't think I I've ever processed this. You've asked this question yeah, so you, many times. You do I ask do. it all the time. How have you not thought of it? Um, hmm. You also see a different perspective because than the students do. Yeah, you are running like the whole operation. The things I think I like. <laughs> I think I like. This is difficult. Service crew is a good one one of my favorites because I do almost it is the most exhausting event but for different reasons than like Fundango is exhausting Ex- Fundango is exhausting because I have to do um, like 95% of the planning and execution of the event who does the other 5% uh, Seth when he chooses music ah. <laughs> so um, but I also have a say in, in a lot of the music too if I'm if I'm feeling a certain type of song or something. Um, so it's, and it's been hard to like, you know, learning to grab a team to help lighten the load. Um, it's been like five years of that, but that's, but learning how to do it. Uh, but service crew is one of my top ones just because I've seen God do a lot of powerful things through service crew. Um, I also like our Selah retreat slash beyond. Uh, beyond, I do a lot less, but again, it's like if I'm going to do a cost benefit analysis, the 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 mature the faith maturity the faith growth that I see in students based off of those events in particular, I will never get rid of these events because of the amount of. Uh, growth that happens within my students because of those so mm. uh fundango is fun but uh because of like the amount of it's just powerful it's enjoyable we see a lot of kids come to jesus fight night is just my favorite part of fundango um and i think we do camp really well 
Yeah. And so I, I think that's that was set up for us before I was here, and and we've been able to, you know, tune it up a little bit just to make it more focused. But it's been one of my one of my favorites. Uh, but my top favorite event, all time, has to be. Oh, never thought of this. I've n- honestly never thought of this in my five years. Wow. Uh, I think it's going to be a tie because I can't choose between these two. We'll allow it. We'll allow it. Okay, because I think it's service crew and uh, the leader Christmas dinner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look. Uh, I'm going to ask a question for uh, service crew because it's my favorite event. What was your favorite part of service crew last year? Last year? Or just most impactful, maybe one of my favorite parts of service crew this last year was the fact that we got to sleep in a cabin. Yes, yes, amen. Very nice. Hallelujah. (laughs) So that was nice. Um, Because typically we don't have power outlets because we're in tents, Mm -hmm. which will probably be this year. Which I just realized on my calendar, service crew is spelled S E R V I C, and there's (laughs) that's fine. Well, yes. Everyone does come in and mess up your calendar. That's fine. It, did you write that? It adds a I wrote service crew, so <laughs> but that's you, my fault. Oh, okay. I well, somehow didn't put an E at the end of service. Hey, I mean, it looks right to service me, crew? but I am dyslexic, yeah. just like you. Hi, fist pump. I can't read. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. I have another question for you. Okay. What is God doing in your life right now? He is teaching me how to pastor my family. Mm. So something uh, that I think a lot of people might not realize is so let me use this analogy if you are a dishwasher for as a high schooler and you what's the last thing you want to do when you go home dishwashing is wash dishes yeah so as a pastor almost the last thing i think about or want to think about is how do i minister to my family how do i pastor my family and i've heard a lot of horror stories and i don't want that to be my family's thing so the lord has been growing me and the ability to learn how do i minister to my family i've had to use the old the old youth group phrase baby baby steps and easy wins Mm. where i want like what is the simple way that i can uh minister to my family that is an easy win and i can take that easy win and compound it with other easy wins to make a big win uh and part of it was actually from service crew because that service crew before every meal, we read a psalm. And so I, uh, during breakfast, have started the tradition of while my kids are eating breakfast, my wife and I will sit down. My wife might be eating breakfast too, but I sacrifice eating breakfast with the family so that I can read the psalm. And the girls will take turns choosing what the psalm is, and then one of us will pray. And it's just an easy... I firmly believe that the in what Scripture says, that the Word of God is... Um, is is breathed out by him and that it's sharper than any t- double-edged sword that pierces between bone and marrow soul and spirit uh that it does not come back void so if i can just get the word into my girls hearts that's going to change who you know who they are for the better so that's one of my major things it's mm, good it's one of the uh, things the I, lord has been teaching I, me yeah no that is good because i i mean i think i read recently something in the bible talking about like um just like how you are at home like just um like i think it said you know if you're um 
if you can't love your family, how can you love the church? Like kind of thing yeah. for pastors. Oh, that's good. And I'm not saying you don't love your family, but I'm just saying that like, you know, especially pastors It's yeah. in second Timothy that you have to be able to minister to your home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, you've given so many examples of that. Just like, um, just being like there for your family and for the church and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's crazy how hard it can be. I mean, for me at least, it can be kind of easy to love my friends at youth group, but then when I come home, and my mom says, how was it? It can be hard to yeah. <laughs> invest in the family, but that's definitely where you see the change happen. That's because we know our people at home. Yeah. It's a lot harder. I mean, I even feel the them. same way. Like, we'll go on a week a retreat with them, and it's like, oh, I love it, but, like, when I get back, I, I, I don't want to be around anyone for, like, a good week. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. Like, exactly. I'm like, okay, guys, we can hang out couple weeks from now or a week from now like i was just with you the whole time yeah um but yeah all right do we have any more questions any final questions with the outro music kicking in let's can we just appreciate uh, this outro music yeah it's It's, it's pretty good let's do one let's do one more thing and keep the music going um who's the love interest ian (laughs) there's this gal it's gonna be a little weird because she's a leader in the ministry but uh boy her name's can I drop can I name drop? I mean we'll allow it. We'll allow it. Her name is Jess. I gotta tell you. That's an eye catcher. Ooh. (laughs) She unfortunately she's married. Oh yeah, okay. Mm. I'm just gonna have Um, to admire. Yeah, no, that's that's hard. Respectful. Yeah. She's got that ring on it. Mm. Love you, Jess! (laughs) Shut up. Nice ring. Is it is it is it made? Someone make the ring? Uh Actually, her ring is custom made. Yeah, I heard. Mm. I heard. Mm. I don't know who I heard from. It was maybe like a bird in a tree or maybe even God. I don't know. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for everyone who sticked around this long. Hopefully you did. If you didn't, I will be at your house next week. Um, not to like give you a cookie or anything, but to shame you. That's yeah. my um, job. I'll take yeah. a cookie. Well, I'll, I'll give you one again. But, um, but yes, thank you for uh, sticking around and... Uh, Tune in next Friday. Yes. Sweet. Bye. Thank you. Bye, friends.